Hello and welcome to episode number two of season four of Empire Podcast. And I am one of your co-hosts, Michael Abney, and I'm here today with Marilyn Egan. And it's just us today. Yes. yes. And it's always fun when we do this. I do too, because we like as we go through our podcast, there's always like things that come up and I'm like, Marilyn, we should just do a podcast on that. And yes. today we are doing that, and we are going to be talking about Marilyn and I's experience with Reiki yes. and how that's impacted our life. Because we've done some podcasts, I can't recall like who it was, but I know a lot of people that we've had on our show, their whole, everything that they're doing in their life right now started from Reiki, yeah. right? <clears throat> well, that's when we really realized that... Um, People would get Reiki first, and then their other gifts would be free to open up. Yeah, it like opened up their purpose. And right, right. And that's really what it, we're talking about is how Reiki can open you up to your purpose. but And more, but that's the common thread we've seen in almost everyone who's been here. I know. So we just decided we were going to do a podcast, and Marilyn and I were going to interview interview each other on our own experience because I'm a Reiki master and you're a Reiki master but we mm -hmm. different lineages <clears throat> and we're just going to kind of talk about those things and yeah. interview each other about that so yes um, what is the type you do a very specific type or is that what well, you started in or how did it evolve actually like, I started way back when um, I think like 2001 or even before that a friend of mine just said hey we're, we want to do some Reiki attunements, and I'm like, yeah, I'm all in. I think I, at that point, was still working in the physical therapy world and um, had learned some myofascial and some craniosacral work, and Reiki was just going to fit right in with it. Well, I had no idea how Reiki was going to enhance it so much more, and I, I can't say that I even consciously use the symbols then I just let it come through my hands my hands started getting hot immediately now they get hot when I talk about it <laughs> so they would they were just getting hot when I did any modality mm -hmm. working because the Reiki was there it's something that's in you it's downloaded into you and so that was Usui which is the most common one yes that's what I mm -hmm. do and then what you're talking about was is holy fire, which is an evolved way, and it's a, it's really based on Usui and William Rand. For people who are familiar with Reiki, William Rand is the um, the president and leader of the Reiki organization, the national organization right now, and it's something that was just showing itself to him. He was getting these downloads and this information that. Reiki needed to evolve to this next level where you don't do attunements necessarily, have the human giving the energy to the next person. Instead, the leader, so-called leader of the class, the teacher, <clears throat> would do a guided imagery. And each person then receives the Reiki symbols I call it direct access with no human in the way, no human in between. And there's nothing wrong with doing it through the other attunements. I was just really attracted into learning more about this because it was new 
I think maybe in 2014 is when he finally started introducing it to other people. And there weren't very many classes being offered, and a friend and I both decided to go to Cleveland. It was the closest to us to have this class, and I loved it immediately. Um, It adds another symbol. It also seems fast, and the download is direct. You get it in the meditation. So I found it to be very powerful. I love it, and that's how I teach it now, but I took Reiki from several different teachers. Me once too. did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I once... don't even remember the sequence anymore. Yeah, I remember it started the same time that I met Pat. Um, yes, I don't think Pat was the first person that did my first attunement. In fact, I'm sure of it. And maybe it'll come to me, but I, I I can't picture. I remember the room. I remember there wasn't very many people in it, and it was really weird. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on here? Um. But, like, that was the time of my life where um, I had just, like, the spiritual people had started entering my life. Like, I had yeah. just opened a business, uh, my first business I ever opened by myself. And um, the business was struggling. And then one day these two ladies popped into the salon. And they were saying, we can just tell by your numbers on your door or something like that, that you're having financial problems. And like, <laughs> they just asked if they could walk through the salon and see if there was any, and they said feng shui, but I did not know what feng shui meant from a hole in the ground. And, um, you know, went through it and they said this one thing that's like your toilets in the money corner. And I'm like, I have no idea what any of these things mean. Right. Right. <laughs> she said, like, you make a lot of money, <clears throat> but it always goes away from you. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly what's happening here. Now, that's exactly what had happened to me my whole life. But, like, <laughs> they somehow tapped in on that and yeah. then managed to gain my trust in that moment and ciphered some money away from me and <laughs> curing all of that stuff. But that's actually... When I met Pat was because I knew intuitively before I knew I was intuitive. Yes. That there was something <laughs> dark there. Right. And I knew I'd gotten kind of snowed. And yeah. somebody had told me to contact this lady named Pat Jordan. And she owned this little bookstore at the time called Angel's Repair, Angel Repair Shop yes. or something like that. Yeah. And that's when I met Pat. Like that was in the late 19, uh, 1990s. 90s. Late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah. Late 90s. And, or early 2000s, something like right around mm-hmm. there. And she is the one that sort of like brought correction there to that situation. I learned about feng shui. And then she also told me that I was a healer. And that's when we started with um, Reiki classes. But Pat attuned me. Mm-hmm. I think she attuned me the, to the master level. I'm yes. almost positive. Yeah. Um, but it was the Asui. And I remember the signal, the symbols, and um, and I remember using it on my clients, like when I would shampoo their hair. (gasps) Yes. And they would not, I wouldn't say, you know, back then, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm raking you, what's that, or energy, or anything. You didn't mention any stuff like that back then. No. Like, at all. Yeah. But I would actively do it at the shampoo bowl and give them Reiki, and they would not know what that was, but every single person that I shampooed would just not stop talking about how their headache went away or this thing happened or they're like, 
just this felt, felt better. so good. Yes. <clears throat> That's so funny because I have trained many, many hairstylists in Reiki. Actually, my first two people who took Reiki from me were hairstylists. And well, they, it makes perfect oh, sense. It's like, total sense. Because, you know, like, besides <clears throat> doctors, yeah. hairdressers are the only people that have a license to touch people. Do you know that? A massage therapist. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, in my world, estheticians, yes. they were like all balled right. into one. But you don't want to talk right. like we, th- yeah. that particular service industries were the only ones licensed to touch people besides physicians. Yeah. And that was a big deal to me back then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Still is a big deal. It is. Because you're like, someone's in your space. And then what I always found, like my conversations, yes, it was about hair for about three minutes, but the rest of the conversation was always about what's going on in their life, which generally (laughs) wasn't good. And it always gave me a desire that I wanted to help people like beyond. Uh And this just seemed to be the perfect, it was the door. It it opened a door for me to connect with people deeper. Yes. To offer whatever I could offer at that time for healing or soothing Mm -hmm. or whatever that I was providing at that particular time was. I was just doing the best. This was a tool, like in my very first spiritual tool, Ricky. That's what Ricky yeah. was for me. But it was a great way of bringing that energy piece that is you into the work that you were doing that was, you know, providing your living. Yeah. You know, what a great thing. I know one of my um, clients, one of the very first ones, she said still to this day, She's I'll be blowing somebody's hair dry and they start getting sleepy and they're like, wow, I feel like I just had a Reiki session. And she goes, most times I just say, oh, that's nice. They have no idea that she's a Reiki master. So. Well, how cool is it they even <clears throat> know what Reiki is? Like, Right. Now how, they do. Now they do. Yeah. People have some sort of sense of it. They do. And honestly, I love that, that Reiki is becoming um, a commonplace conversation because honestly, I, t- I tell every class I teach this, I'm like, if everybody in the world had Reiki, it would be a different world. It would. And, and it's just energy that's downloaded into your system. You have a choice as to how you want to use it. But it's in here. And it amplifies and enhances anything you want to do. You cook food. You can tell that the food has been cooked with Reiki love. God, I forgot I used to do that. Yeah. And then children. Children know when you've got Reiki in your hands. It's funny because my... Yeah. Um, My granddaughter, when they lived in a a different state, a different city, there was um, one of the preschool teachers that she always connected to, and she always wanted this person to touch her shoulders or touch her head. And she told my daughter, finally, she says, well, I've got Reiki. She was kind of whispering it like it was a secret. And she goes, oh, well, yeah, that we're a Reiki family. <laughs> you know, my mom's a Reiki master teacher. So she says, oh, good. <laughs> Do you know so, what the word means? Is it Sanskrit? It is uh, light. or I've seen different definitions. God energy, light energy, divine energy. Yeah. Were you... Were you always taught? I'm, I'm, let's break it down. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was always taught that you, th- you know, at the beginning, has this been t- 20 years ago? Right. Um, for me, too. You know, so for me, it's something that I have and I 
I just don't use my hands like I used to. Like it just used to be my hands. Yeah. And so like, what is that? How did that evolve for you? Well, for me, I was, like I said, I was working in the physical therapy world when I first got this. So, I mean, which you still work with your hands quite a lot, especially because I accidentally fell into chronic pain. Well, then that just kind of grew in that world of physical therapy. But I, I mean, it was in my hands. However, if I wanted to draw a symbol, I drew it with my eyes or with my breath or I just thought about it and sent it to them. Or sometimes I didn't even know which symbol to use in that moment because I was working in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I would just say Reiki in my head, think Reiki, and it would come through. Was it Reiki Go, Reiki Flow? Those are the ones I used to yeah. use. Yeah. And then the Cho Reiki. Or you called it something else, right? Shokurei. Shokurei, and I called it Cho Reiki. Yeah. Shokurei. Shokurei. Mm-hmm. It's funny how it like gets in your like a group yes. in your head. Yeah. But I I love that we're talking about this because it's something that mm-hmm. I kind of take for granted that I have now. But like thinking about what that felt like pre the classes that I took and the master attunement and all of that, I was so happy to have that done and that I was that. But now I'm just thinking of like both ends of the coin, like who I was before that and how that's integrated into my life now. Right. Which is interesting because that's what a lot of our guests have said is that, um, well, my gifts didn't really open up till after I received Reiki. Or, well, once I got Reiki, then this showed up for me, or that showed up for me. And that's frankly what I noticed. I mean, I had been doing the myofascial work and some craniosacral work. However, the... Um, like all of the pieces. Right. Abraham the energy showed up medicine, after that, all of this, the intuitive about, bits. Yes. Yes. Okay. Showed up later. So it's just interesting that that is how that's working. I love it. So um, what, are your, what are your classes? Like, what are the people that come to your classes now? What's the demographic or? You know, every walk of life. And that's what I love. That's what I'm really hoping. So it's men, women, different ages. Right. Different. I mean, some brand new moms are coming in. I've had some teenagers who have come in. Um, and actually, the, one of my favorites lately is, is someone who works at the bank. And she says, I'm going to always work at the bank, but I'm a mom and I want this for me and my kids. And I'm like, why not use it at the bank? She says, oh, my gosh. So after she completed this, she goes, I don't hand out a single dollar, but what it's got Reiki in it. Every check I put in and deposit for people, everything I touch, I'm consciously giving Reiki to it. And if the people want it, it works. If they don't want it, it doesn't have to work. That's the beauty about it. Is um, It goes where it needs to go when it needs yes, to go. Yes, yes. So isn't that cool? So really, it's it's every area of life. And that's what I want people to understand is you can use it just on yourself. You can use it in everything you do. You, um, 
I, and I think it's important that there are people doing other jobs that are not necessarily associated with the energy world or the healing world because healing is needed everywhere. Everywhere. And someone who radiates radi- Reiki energy spread all over the city or all over the world right. is... it be no different. Reiki right. goes wherever it needs to go. It needs to go. Exactly. Walk down the street. Talk to people. And again, this is just the energy that right. Reiki's a word. Reiki yes. is a word used mm-hmm. to describe the mechanism where we just come to understanding about how we can throw energy. Right. Right. To things that we love or want to heal, ourselves included. It's universal energy. It's, yes. Right. It's use of universal energy. And um, that's the beauty of it right now, is it just enhances everything. So when um, you know, when this came around to evolving in a different way with this holy fire of getting it through direct access or through a meditation. Um, some people didn't, you know, were not fond of that because they didn't want to change the tradition. And I totally understand that. And it works just as beautifully. But I was drawn to do it or to at least find out more about it. And then I really loved it. So that's how I always teach it now. And um, it's just a different, a different way. And then there's also Karuna Reiki, that after you're a Reiki master, you can take Karuna, which I believe was also developed by William Rand, but it's it's more than just a few years old. <laughs> it's probably, I'm guessing, 20 years old. I'm not really sure. But it's eight more symbols, and they all are Sanskrit symbols. And they have more of a compassionate feeling to them. They're all about great love but there's a difference in how these feel and you can chant them because they're sanskrit and i love that piece too that you can chant them you can chant them together or you can just ask for you know there's sometimes certain people need tons of compassion that are on your table and just say all the karuna symbols you know whatever they need out of here because they've been through something really traumatic and it's really nice to have that. So what I'm finding in, in the way I teach is, I'm like, I can't take the shaman out of Reiki. And I can't take the Reiki out of the shaman. So everything is just woven together in a really beautiful way. And then I also use some energy medicine techniques that help prepare our bodies to take in the energy. Yeah, because you're conscious of what it's doing. Yes. Like we, when we, when I first started, I'm sure you were the same I way. Had no like idea. you had no idea what was going on. You were just <laughs> you were a student, right? And you surrendered to that process, and now it's integrated in my life. Mm-hmm. I, it's just there, it's Michael, just there. in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what's funny when I remember the first time I was attuned. It was by a dear friend of mine, and. Um, I seem to do this thing sometimes where I sometimes when something is happening or the energy is shifting or I'm getting ready for a class, I will experience it even before it happens. So she was giving my first attunement for Reiki one and uh, she opens up my hands and just starts giggling. And I'm like, well, what's going on? What's wrong with my hands? 
And then after we were done and we went back to the room, she goes, so you already had the Reiki two symbols in your hands when I opened up your hands. What's that about? I said, I don't know. You know, and she says, well, it's, it's more about distance. You can use, I said, oh, yeah, my heart's been asking for a way to do distance work because my oldest daughter just moved away to college. And I've been trying to figure out how I can work on her from a distance. So it was there. Wow. So you had really called it. I called it in, I guess. I did, too, because that's what called it in for me was like when that happened to me with those two ladies. Yes. Um, and again, like, you know, we learn from the light and we learn from the dark. We learn right. from both we of do. it. We do. And sometimes more powerfully from the dark. Yeah. Because that's actually what sparked that. It was like, I don't want to ever be manipulated like that again. Right. I want to know what's going on. Because I felt what they were saying. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it related. I got it. But it was also somebody using the energy to take advantage of somebody. Yes. Um, that didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. So I did have a desire then to know more. That caused me to want to know more about feng shui, energy, which transformed. Like literally, that's like what that was the moment that Abraham popped in. That was the that yes. was the moment that Pat popped in, and my friend Tori that popped in with the um, the Reiki, um, not Reiki, but the feng shui, which we'll yes. have on so hopefully sometime this season. Um, yeah, so like that was the genesis of a lot of stuff was the the dark. Yes. And then the light came to take away all that. Right. You, that yeah. contrast stimulated. That was happening the, 20 yeah. years ago. ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. But no, it's it's just been interesting watching it and observing the growth and how it moves. Yeah, you're rubbing your hands together. Yeah, let's. Yeah, and feeling that energy. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, talk, talk somebody visually through that. So if so somebody yeah. is like listening to us and we want and you want to know just a little bit about you know what what you have inside of you that you may not know yeah. about. Yeah. So go ahead. So just take your hands together and just rub them up and down. Just for a little bit, you feel a little bit of heat, then stop, and then start pulling your hands apart just a little bit, and then maybe get to three or four inches apart, and now, very, very subtly, start to push them together, and you kind of feel that bounce because there's energy between your hands. And if you look right in the middle of that space, yes. you'll start to see the energy vibrate. If you focus right on the center of it, mm-hmm. it'll distort the reality behind it because you're looking at the energy that's coming from going back and forth between your hands. Yes, exactly. You might even see a color of it. I do see uh, a color right now. Or it may just appear fuzzy. Or if you don't see anything, that's okay. That can show up later, too. But you can feel the magnetics of it. Yeah. And then pull it out a little bit farther and do that again. And it's like stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And do that again. And if you really want to go for it, look, put your two fingertips together. Like the two index fingers. Yeah. Fold your hands in slightly. And have all that energy that's going between your palms go through your fingers back and forth to each other. And just look at that. Have a, like a little inch space. 
And just look at that. It is insane what that looks like. Yeah. It's like you're stretching or connecting that energy as you move your fingers back and forth. There's a picture on Facebook. I I need to post the meme where (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's a finger probably touching skin and there's like purple light in between. I'm like, oh, that's what I see. I should just post that and, and... A little picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but but you don't have to see it. It doesn't matter. You don't even have to feel it yet. Sometimes it takes time. I remember I felt it for a long time. This is probably even before I had Reiki, though, when I was just learning energy, period. And I'm like, well, I think I feel the energy, but I'm not sure. And they said, well, it's that tingly feeling. And I'm like, oh, I've always felt that. I just didn't have a name for it. So when you start tapping in and paying attention, that's when you start noticing the energy moving or shifting or how it feels hot or cold or heavy or light or there's a lot of different ways that it can feel. But if you take a Reiki class, you usually talk about that. And when I teach Reiki, it's really about raising the vibration of the group so that they can receive the energy clearly and as fully as they need to. And the other pieces just come along. I tap into the energy of the group I have in the room and we talk about what they need in that moment. So it's never the same. (laughs) It's never the same. And then such is life. Yes. Yes. And your life's never the same after you have that experience. No. It's not, and you will start noticing your own gifts that you didn't know you had waking up. Love it. Yes. So this feels, if somebody's yeah. wa- listening to this, and you're, this is the first time you've ever heard the word, and you're interested, you feel called, I know if you're here in St. Louis, they can reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do, do you do trainings during the year or how do you have um, your training set up for the, is it a certain? I do them on a regular basis. Um, I, I really wait for somebody to say, Hey, when are you going to do that? Yeah. When are you going to do that? And I'm like, well, let's pick a time that works for you and me. And then we'll just invite people. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's kind of how Reiki works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how many people typically would be in a class? I don't, the largest class I've had was probably 11 and I don't think I want any more no, than that. You I need like, the one like on, five. Yeah. Five, six I works think there really was like well. Five in mine. Mm-hmm. It was smaller. But we all I mean, worked 11 on each worked. Other. 11 worked, but um, yeah. I, can I, see. I like at least, I like at least three or four, but five, six is really ideal. very ideal, simple, easy. And everybody feels like they can share, which is important. You want everybody to feel like they can open up and share what their experience is and ask the questions they need to ask. And But if you're not in our local market, you can just Google it, and it's mm-hmm. R-E-I-K-I, and um, see what pops up, a Reiki near you, and just use your gut intuition. And if there's multiple ones, go talk. just go talk to people. And yeah. Like I said, out, I make took it happen. Like You'll find it. Three different teachers because yeah. I knew I wanted to teach, so I wanted to see how other people taught. Yeah. <laughs> it happened to us, and we didn't know what was going on. So yeah. we didn't have podcasts back then talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody <laughs> talked about it, not on the street either. So. <laughs> I love it. 
Yay. Thank you, Michael. This was fun. This was fun. I love it. And you guys, if you have any questions, please feel free to leave us a comment or reach out to us um, below in the description box, and we will see you on the next one. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.